Let's face it, low back pain sucks whether or not you're dealing with it for a single day or you have it on a chronic basis, guys. Today I want to help you to identify five red flags that are either causing your issues right now or are going to lead to issues down the road. We want to be able to knock them out before it even starts. What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. Low back pain is incredibly common, but it doesn't have to plague you because there's so many causes of low back pain that go unnoticed or you never get to the bottom of. The point of today's video is to find that cause. Identify the red flag, a lot of times ahead of time, so it doesn't get to the point where you're in agony. And we can actually do that here today. I'm gonna make sure I knock them out one by one to help you to get to the bottom of what's bothering you. So I have Jesse with me to help me, I mean Raymond here with me, to help me identify these red flags. I always do that, Jesse. I'm not Raymond anymore. You're getting there. So now, the first thing I want you guys to focus on is right here, in your hip flexors, because this is one of the more common sources. We'll start with some of the more common causes. Hip flexors are going to cause a few different symptoms for you. If they're tight, you're gonna feel that kind of stiffness where you feel like you can never really kind of loosen up. If you have low back pain, you kind of feel like you always wanna do this, that's one indicator that you could be having problems derived from tight hip flexors. The second thing is, if you do ab exercises because you have low back pain, you know that strengthening your core is a good way to get over those issues, but you're making things worse, it's likely that your ab exercises are contributing heavily to the tightness in your hip flexors because they're hip flexor driven movements. Now what I want you to do first to test it is something called the Thomas test. The Thomas test can actually be done in a modified version here at the edge of a bench. All you do is you grab hold of one leg and you pull it to your chest as you lay back. That's actually not the leg that we're testing though. We want to see what happens to the other leg. And you're looking for two things. Number one, can the leg itself get down to the level of the bench? Can the thigh rest on the bench? And if it does, what happens to the knee? Can you let the knee dangle at 90 degrees of flexion? If the leg is held up in the air, then it's an indicator right off the bat that you're probably dealing with some of this tightness here in the deep hip flexors, the iliopsoas. If your leg can't get to a dangling 90 degrees at your knee, then you're probably dealing with some rectus femoris or quad tightness. But I will tell you this, nine times out of 10, the common cause here is the hip flexor. And why would that be a problem? It attaches in here through your body. It runs from your leg, controlling flexion, but it comes all the way back here, attaching to your lumbar vertebrae. So it's easy to see that if this thing's tight and yanking on here and causing torque and pull, it's gonna cause some discomfort in your low back. This is the first place you wanna start. All right, red flag number two has to do with this, your glutes. And you, what are you doing? Oh, we're talking about glutes, I figured I'd show off my butt. I said get in the glute hand machine. Okay. Like the right way. Okay, okay. Oh man. The glute, weak glutes is going to absolutely cause low back pain. Why? Because the low back depends upon the glutes for their function to take off some of the load of the low back so it doesn't have to do all the work that it's doing. Whenever you make a muscle do more work than it's supposed to or capable of, you're asking too much of it, it's going to lead to problems. The first thing you can do to test your glutes in terms of their strength is actually a simple one. It's look in the mirror, turn to the side like this and look at what your butt looks like from the side. And it's not to be understated because a flat butt literally means a lack of muscular development of the glute max. If you have more muscular development, just like any other muscle, the more mass you have there, the more developed that muscle is, the more it's gonna stand at attention. And if you don't, it's a clear sign that they're too weak and they're going to cause problems up the kinetic chain. But we can also do something else, we can do this. This is a hyper hold. 
And the hyper hole can be done either in a glute ham machine or it could be done at the edge of a bench. All you're looking to do is see can you hold this position for at least two minutes without either cramping in your low back, being unable to hold it entirely, or that you just can't hold the squeeze in your glutes. So how would you do this? You don't want to do it this way. You don't want to just arch from the low back because you're asking already too much from a muscle group that's not really equipped to handle that. Instead, you want to squeeze here first, then lift up to here, and then hold and stay there. Again, now we're just trying to monitor how are you able to handle this. Can you hold this for at least two minutes? If you can't hold it for two minutes because of the reasons I said before, either getting cramping or being unable to hold entirely, then you have weak glutes and we need to start somewhere. And where you start actually, especially in more of the acute phase of low back pain, is just working your way up on this exercise. Try to hold for longer and longer and longer, driving it through these glutes all the time. Now, of course, we gotta make sure we get stronger here because the capacity for glute strength is immense. They're almost always weaker than they should be. And we have to incorporate ways we could do that in our own training. So we could do it with things like this, the barbell hip thrust, or with a sprinter lunge, or even a barbell RDL. Exercises that we can actually add a lot more weight to, to take advantage of the fact that these muscles are capable of great strength levels. And the stronger they get, the more they will offload the low back from having to do all that work. Just like they did here, by squeezing first and then taking some of the load off of here, it's going to do the same thing for you in every exercise you do, in every facet of your life, and that low back pain will go away. All right, so the next two are actually red flags that you can identify even just standing, okay? And the thing is, you probably don't even realize that you're doing it as much as you actually are. And that's this. Are you like literally dancing in place whenever you just have to stand still? If you are, it's likely that you are having some weakness in the endurance capacity of your lumbar paraspinal muscles. They are built to be able to hold you simply still like this for at least 20 minutes. But if you find that you constantly have to do this because you're getting tightened up here, or you have to continually shift your feet and offload from one to the other, that's a sign that you have low back weakness that's being unaddressed. And whether or not it's causing problems right now is going to lead to them because you just simply don't have good endurance of these muscles. So what could you do about it? Well, number one, you could do what we just covered. You could do more of those hyper holes for the purpose of building up your ability to hold them for longer and longer periods of time right? Because we're going to be able to strengthen these muscles. And this is a thing because you realize that gravity wants to just kind of take you and fold you over. So in this position to maintain good posture, your lumbar paraspinal muscles have to actually fire to keep you upright. This is actually made worse by something called anterior pelvic tilt. When you're in this anterior pelvic tilt position, it actually juts your whole body forward a little bit more. And when your body is forward, those, those muscles in the back kind of have to pull like reins to get you back up to the top. So they're going to have to work even harder. If anterior pelvic tilt is something that you deal with, then you want to make sure you work on that too. And I put together an entire video that's helped a lot of people for how to get over anterior pelvic tilt that I'll make sure I link at the end of this video because it goes through a lot of step-by-step -step things that you need to make sure that you're covering. But the fact is, guys, that just doing a lot of this shiftiness and standing should be a major red flag to you that something's amiss in your low back and you want to make sure you do something about it. All right, the next red flag actually has to do with more pain, but not just in the low back but pain also all the way down here in the arch of your foot, maybe to the point of plantar fasciitis, mostly coming from having flat feet or pronated feet. Now, what's the problem here is that we know that we're whole, our whole body here is a kinetic chain, so if we have something messed up down there, it's going to make its way always up to the low back. Here's how it happens specifically here. When the foot is flat, you can see that the arch 
caves down, which puts this valgus torque on not just the ankle, but also up here at the knee. When the knee comes in this way and internally rotates at the hip, now we get an alteration of the glute firing mechanics on this hip. As the glutes are impaired, we already know what happens there. It feeds up the kinetic chain to where the low back has to start doing some things to compensate for that. All the time, that's going to result in something that's uncomfortable, more pain in the low back. So we have to fix this. So a couple options you have are taking advantage of orthotics. And not in all cases will these work, but the thing is, is that what you're trying to do is correct those biomechanics from the bottom up. We realize that when my foot is flat here and I have that valgus positioning here, when I put it on an orthotic, it instantly takes the alignment, especially here through the second toe, and it aligns it better all the way up the tibia. It straightens out through the hip and the knee. The glute can now function the way it should, and we're taking those loads and abnormal stresses off of the low back. The second thing you can look for is, again, in standing, do you happen to do this a lot and stand this way? The reason why you do, if you do, is because you're trying to place more of the pressure on the outside of the foot. You're already overloaded in this pronated position on the inside of your foot, and it feels uncomfortable. So what you try to do is you cross the feet, you stand on the outside of this foot and the outside of this foot, and it takes some of that downward pressure off. The bottom line is, either of these things are going to be a red flag for you. You've got to make sure that you're willing to address these things, whether it be with orthotics or some other method, but make sure that you're addressing the flat feet because they're going to directly correlate to low back pain up the kinetic chain. And last but not least, red flag number five is one of the best in terms of being an early indicator that something's going to go wrong and soon. If you find that when you sit, you might not have any low back pain at all right now, but you sit like this, then you're likely going to have a problem in the future here. Because this slumped posture here is usually indicative of something. And it usually is indicative of the fact that you don't have adequate low back strength to hold a proper sit position. Because let's face it, sitting with good posture actually is work. And that's why a lot of us can get ourselves in this position, and I know you know this, you'll be here for maybe 10 seconds, and then it starts to do this, and 20 seconds, and 30 seconds, and a minute later, you're back like this. Because you simply don't have the strength in your low back to hold this position. You have to hold yourself up against gravity or you would just do this. Now one caution in this position is you have to make sure that the problem is being derived from weakness from the bottom up as opposed to maybe postural issues from the top down. Because if I just have rounded shoulders that are driven from inability to get extension through my upper thoracic spine, then this is going to then pull everything else with it. So if my dysfunction is really higher, and I don't have good thoracic extension, or I have tight pec minors that bring my shoulders forward, then you're going to want to address that. And I actually have a whole video addressing rounded shoulders and what you can do about it. Once again, I'll link that in all the other videos in the description below. But I'm just telling you right now, if you find yourself doing this, take notice and make sure you start doing something about it. Build up the endurance and the strength in the muscles of your low back. Focus on the glutes as well, and you will start to find out that not only can you get in this position a lot easier, but you can hold it a lot longer. So there you go guys, there's five red flags to help you to identify either the cause of your current low back pain or why you keep getting recurring back pain or to help you throw up that red alert as to what might be around the corner if you don't fix it ahead of time guys. The red flags are going to be here to help you to get to the bottom of this once and for all. In the meantime, if you're looking for programs that will help you to get stronger to avoid these problems in the first place, make sure you head to athletics.com and check out all of our programs, all based on science-based selections of exercises and progressions to make sure that you strengthen your body from your toes all the way up to the top of your head and fingertips, guys. It all matters. You're one big kinetic chain, and I want to make sure you overlook nothing. 
If you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know also what I'm going to cover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already done so, guys, click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. All right, guys. See you soon.